Dig, man, there goes Mac the Knife. Oh, yeah. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Fly Casual. That's right, tonight it's the Ides of March upon us, so it's time to talk about getting stabby up in here. Stay tuned for another Stab and Slash and Dash Fly Casual. I thought you guys asked me to do a Louis Anderson impression at the beginning, <laughs> and I didn't understand it. I was getting ready to do the, oh, welcome flying out, like in honor of him dying recently or whatever. Oh, and then at the last second, at the last second, I realized Louis Armstrong. But now I have no voice, so I'm going upstairs. You guys are on your own. <laughs> Enjoy. Yeah, well, our audio equipment hated you doing yeah, that. So. I don't doubt it. Not one bit. But Yeah. The Ides of March were like what yesterday? Nah. Yeah, four, sure. three, Let's four days ago. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> today's the eighteenth. So. The eighteenth. Three days. We were originally going to record it before. Yeah, yeah we were originally going to do that. <laughs> it doesn't mean now. anything. No, because everybody will get this in June. So enjoy <laughs> and enjoy <laughs> a retrospective <laughs> on the uh, yeah the Ides of March. Where tonight we are going to be reviewing our favorite stabbing deaths in. The all the pop culture ever, yeah. Mm-hmm. Our very favorite times where people got knifed up hard, stabbed, had a blade taken to their gullet. It's happening tonight on Fly Casual. Stabbed in the abs. <laughs> Six minute abs. Seven minute stabs. <laughs> That's what we're doing tonight, buddy boy. Welcome back uh, after after a brief hiatus and then assuming a flood of episodes. Very brief hiatus. Very. It's been the briefest. <laughs> Giant brief. flood, though. Huge deluge <laughs> yeah. of episodes dropped. I am your basement proprietor, Mr. Corey T. Wilson. Uh, over there, arms crossed. Ready to take on anybody who disagrees with his stab hypotheses, Mr. Michael J. Archibald. We're back, baby. Hey, yeah. <laughs> Woo! Whoa. Listen, he's Whoa. coming out strong after sleeping in his car in the driveway for God knows how long. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. catching up. I need power naps. I'm an old man now, and old men need this power true. naps. Oh, no. I'm dealing with enough old men stuff. That's coming too. <laughs> oh yeah. When 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 not it, here yet? When does it take me 30 minutes to pee? Because that's the thing. I just want to make Ooh, sure that, that hasn't ooh. happened yet. Thank God. I want cholesterol to take me first. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I've got good urinary health, so I'm I'm. <laughs> me too, but that's what I'm afraid of. It's that and my blood pressure are the only things I've got left. <laughs> hey, at least I got blood pressure. I got a leg up on most 40 somethings right there, baby. Yeah. Over there, Master Control, not yawning, Mr. Stephen J. Howie. Um, hi. Hey, how's it going? Um, I'm, I'm doing great. Ah! How's, when is, how far is too far for that beard that you're rocking? Yeah, man. Um, well, I was actually. It is spring now. And was, it is, do we, do we it is more. trim? It is more almost silver than brown at this point. Oh. Look um, at you. <laughs> Look at you getting older. I, I had planned on uh, cutting this off uh, several days ago, but went to use my trimmer, and uh, the, it won't hold charge, and yeah. doesn't really work with the cable, and I uh, have decided no more Philips Norelco products for me. Uh, you know what? I bet Ryobi oh. makes a beard trimmer 
You slap one of them four amp hour lithium ions in there, a little heavy in the hand, but I'll bet you it exists. Yeah. So Dude, I have a plug in one, man. I don't even use the batteries. I go all I did too, but we ass. used it on our old cat, so I don't suggest it. No, probably. How many yeah. times have you been electrocuted? At least 30, <laughs> by the sound of your voice. By the sound of my voice. See? Probably. If I'm doing my Louis Armstrong impression, a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like a lot, a lot. A lot, yeah. a lot. Over there across the pond, down a few, Mr. Garrick, not Jay Hardy. That's me. I'm here. Booyah. Oh. Booyah, Kasha. I'm always here. Yeah, dude. With bells on. You are punctual as F. I know, that's my thing. Mm-hmm. If I know for anything, it's punctuality. That's right. That's yeah, what your they B-52's call him. impression. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm no, yeah. If I'm known for anything else, it's that guy from the B-52. <laughs> Inadvertently <laughs> doing a guy from the B-52's impression. <laughs> Don't even know his name. <laughs> He's just that guy that yells. El Dutorino. Got me a Chrysler as big as a whale. See, See look, nailed it. Spot on. To Again. Garrick, <laughs> seriously, man, we're taking you on the road, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got a talent. <laughs> finally manifested. I've been waiting 40 plus years My- for a talent, and I finally got one. <laughs> My latent mutant ability has finally showed up. <laughs> <laughs> Do I get to go to the Xavier School for Special Children? <laughs> I'm sorry, sir, but here's an honor. But that one guy just shoots gold balls out of his face. Yeah, but he showed up young. We could <laughs> teach him true. calculus. It still counts. Oh, man. I don't know calculus. <laughs> Damn it. Oh. And it's too late to learn. <laughs> no, I'm too old. My brain hurts. Oh, man. So since it's been so long, we're not going to dawdle at all. We're hopping right into it right now. It's time for some news. Uh, 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 news. All right, it's been, it's been a while. You guys, you ready? You ready? I'm so ready. I, I've got my I've got my drink here. My throat is properly uh, moisturized after the Louis Armstrong buzz what? sawing. Okay, oh. okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Well, boys, <gasps> in news this yeah, week, he said the thing. He did it. The Obi Wan trailer has dropped. What? Finally, right. This yep. seems seems like it took forever to no, manifest. No, no, no. Yes, yes, yes. It just restarted production thirty eight <laughs> times. If you only judge it by the thirty eighth attempt, it seems pretty timely. You mean the movie? The movie's coming out. <laughs> the movie, no, yeah, no, the yeah, Obi Wan yeah, movie. Obi-Wan movie. Oh. oh dear God! Right after the Boba Fett movie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh wait! Right after. Oops. Yeah. No. That. Yeah. That. It. I remember. It seemed like they got pretty far into some production of some yeah. sort and then they basically scrapped it all they were beyond pre-production they were they were, they were in it i know there were scripts it. yeah because well at least well, mcgregor had said he had read scripts he was excited i the Quentin way Harris. i understand it and i could be completely wrong because there is so much misinformation the only thing the only thing that has more in- misinformation than reality is anything pertaining to star wars <laughs> and the way Truth. I understand it, they were like secretly doing some early footage, like not big, like cast big on location stuff, but some like maybe test footage. I guess maybe if that's the case, that's technically pre-production. But I mean, they were there, man. Mm-hmm. It was happening, mm-hmm. and everyone. Went, oh wait, oh wait, this sucks. Yeah, this is terrible. <laughs> we should we should stop. And, <laughs> and given I what can... we've seen from Lucasfilm, well, I'm concerned of what the, what rang that bell. Yeah, well. <laughs> I after seeing the trailer, I can tell you what happened in the background. <laughs> they Uh-oh. basically said, make his head bigger. They were like, no bigger. Damn it, whatever. 
And they, they threw everything. They said, okay, burn those scripts, call in Filoni. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is so hilarious because we've it's seen how... It's obvious what they did. We can, we can see how, like, when Kathleen Kennedy brings up you and to wave to the crowd at Celebration and like say, yes, it's happening. Ago. Yeah. And then Dave Filoni is, at you know, 20 minutes later on a different stage with just the cat voice acting cast of Rebels. <laughs> right. To now where it's like, we're going to let Dave kind of guide the light. <laughs> And then you see the trailer for this, and it's all the Ob- stuff from obvious. Rebels. Yes, right. It's it's everything yeah. that he's established. Yes. Right? I they're mean, like, oh, oh, thank God. <laughs> oh yeah. Where where might they have taken us? Oh this, God. This is going to be way more grandiose and makes a lot more sense. Because when they announced Hayden Christensen in this, I was yeah. like, mm, how do they do this? Right. In a way that's not goofy. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Establishing Inquisitors. Oh, all these guys <laughs> boss. Yep. Fair enough. I get it now. Everybody's like, Is it, will it be in flashback? Don't care. Yeah. Don't care. <laughs> At this point, if they do a flashback thing with Hayden, like, out of his mask, that'll be cool. But, I mean, in terms of him acting, you know, in this show, it makes total sense to me now. Yeah. So, right I was confused at first, scratching my head, but... uh yeah, no, lots. Oh, scratching your normal human-sized head? Yeah, my normal. Your your normal, <laughs> clearly not Powin height head that you have. I, I don't know. The, the head that you have that is barely. Sh- yeah, the head that you have that is barely shorter than the Inquisitor, the Grand Inquisitor's head oh. was in the trailer. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that's the one thing. Okay, what well, do you guys want? Literally, the-, the only thing about the trailer that, that everybody's just at all. like, yeah. But I mean, me personally, mm. and I was, I looked at it, and I'm like. I mean, okay, but really? Well, the sad thing is, is, is like, I mean, I, what's the alien species that? Powan. Utapau. Okay. Uda is the, yeah, they're Powans. The Utapauans have been established in live action in Ep3, right? That's where so, we saw them first, I believe. Exactly. So Sharp the, teeth, um, like the Grand Inquisitor in right. Rebels. Tall head, like the Grand Inquisitor right. in Rebels. Long I mean, and thin. More than a cookie cutter skin groove. Right. And so what do they do? They go out and they find the guy with the roundest Round head. Roundest head in acting awesome. today. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he it's sounds right. good. He looks, his face looks all right. Yeah, sure, the makeup, sure. Why, the, why can't they get Jason Isaacs? I mean, his... He's, he's I don't know. I feel like, yeah, I feel like Jason Isaacs wouldn't have been bad well, casting. He's a, got a narrow head. Yeah. They could yeah. have elongated it I kind of thought the same thing. I was like... Maybe that would have been. Maybe he wasn't interested. Yeah, could that could be. Yeah, that yeah. could be. But yeah, Jason Isaacs with the voice of the Grand Inquisitor in Rebels, right? And Lucius Malfoy. So we get a couple of Inquisitors that we recognize from the series. Yeah, what like the yeah. Seventh Brother? Yeah. I don't remember. I, the, remember I don't remember numbers. numbers. I barely know my zip code. <laughs> right. The Brother. So, yeah. brother yeah. All that was super yeah. surprising to me. So you know, I'm sitting here thinking this is going to be a. It has to be a series mainly on Tatooine and blah blah. blah. And of course, we're going to get a ton of Tatooine. Don't get me wrong. I don't know that we will. But. I think we're going to get a bunch at the front because that's where it starts. And then I think we're right. going to spin out to. I think my my thing is that Obi Wan's going to be like, oh crap something's happening that's getting them too close to Luke. Right. And he's going to influence things to try to move it off world, whether it's like some force dude that like what's or nuts, our new inquisitor lead who's like confronting when the guy's sliding through a cantina or whatever in the trailer and force that all off world and try to keep an eye on it and keep it away from Tatooine. I have a feeling that'll be part of it. Makes sense. 
I don't think we're going to get as much Joel Edgerton as I had hoped for. We're not going to get Buddy Cop. <laughs> we're not going to get the Buddy Cop <laughs> that I wanted to. Yeah, dude. Obi Aww. and Owen, worst friends forever. I want Buddy Cops. I do too, man. Okay, be the best. okay. Who got the feels when they saw Luke playing at the uh, homestead? Uh, I got the feels. Sorry, I got the feels. I don't know. I thought that was cool. The acting was a little over the top. I'm pretty sure George Lucas was on set that day. <laughs> It didn't do much for me. Honestly, you know what got me was some of the camera work. I know that sounds really dumb. It looked very cinematic to yeah, me. Yeah, like a little very better cinematic. than a little better than most of Book of mm-hmm. Boba. Most. Mm-hmm. Bryce Dallas Howard episode aside, because that was balls. That was balls. Uh, balls awesome. Right. Um but like the shot like that I was just talking with the dude's like sliding mm-hmm. and the and the Inquisitor chick like glides right in front of him. And the way the camera keeps moving in, it doesn't stop with him, it keeps moving in on her face. It allows her to look way more menacing mm-hmm. and inhuman in her movements mm-hmm. than had the camera just been pointed at them or whatever. And I'm like, wow, there looks to be some some legit skill in this. I hope that's consistent. That's okay. what I'm excited. All right, about. question. Are we gonna get lightsaber copters? In the show, oh, like will they actually <laughs> use them as saber copters? I hope not. <laughs> That's one thing where I'm just like, I need if I need. That's one of the few things the that, uh, that I saw in uh, the Rebel series. I was like, ah. yeah, yeah. Top five things in the Rebel series that just seemed kind of dumb were definitely saber copters. Saber copters. They've oh, got them though. Awesome. They've all they've all got them, <laughs> and do. he's spinning it. He's not flying, but no, he's spinning it they in the trailer. Were spinning it, yeah. It's it seemed pretty yeah we're not gonna stay on Tatooine very long it didn't look like at yeah. least from the, so that's good I'm kind of getting I guess I don't know fed up with Tatooine yeah <laughs> fed we up, all should be at this point I'm just like it's every Lots single every single shows is on Tatooine yep we didn't go to Tatooine at all in um in uh, Rogue One did we Mm-mm. or or no, Solo. No. They're on their way to Tatooine. Solo went to a Tatooine-like planet. <laughs> yeah, but not Tatooine. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I was done with Tatooine before the sequels came out. You guys might recall. Oh, you're a, you're like a Tatooine hater. Hipster. I mean, I I hated Tatooine before it was cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. It's like every Star Wars video game had to have a Tatooine level, and I'm like, I I'm okay, guys. <laughs> I I get it. I get it's it. Star Wars. The lightsabers and blasters and spaceships gave it away. Uh, uh, the sand gets everywhere. Yeah, I know, dude. I know. It's right there. It's rough. Duel of Fates playing. What does it mean? Oh, means, means well, awesome. I can tell you it's not going to mean very much. <laughs> yeah. And I tell you this because I just read an article today. Oh, today. I've not yeah, read anything. Today that said that, and again, take all this with a grain of salt because as you point out, Misinformation, disinformation, whatever. The oh my god! That surrounds Star Wars is there's not a YouTuber I can even listen to anymore. No, uh-uh. they all suck. They are all terrible. And uh, anyway, so there was a report that I read that uh, that there was a mall scene recorded for this TV series, but oh, yeah. it has it, it is on the cutting room floor right now. Oh, because they're saving it for the solo series, right? They could have easily had Maul and Obi have a, a like a tight brush. Off Tatooine, and it'd have been fine. I have a feeling it was gonna be like an after credit scene or something. That's, yeah, that's kind of the impression I got. I mean, as long as it doesn't take place on Tatooine, because that kind of breaks canon. Yeah, but past that, sky's the limit as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Because well, I, to me, Maul would have been more made more sense in Mandalorian slash Boba Fett, but 
Yeah, just because of that whole his whole Crimson Dawn thing. thing that you're they're was, setting up there. He's but dead at the time of Boba Fett, though. At the book of Boba Fett, oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, well yeah. dead. Never mind. But um, I'm wrong. at well, the not- same time, even though Rebels takes place several years after this series, mm-hmm. I wanted an after credit scene that was literally a shot for shot live action remake of the scene from uh, from Rebels where Maul goes and finds Obi-Wan. Oh, really? Oh, I wanted yeah, that that scene recreated as an after credit scene. Boom. Just let let everybody see it. All the people yeah. who didn't watch the cartoon, because mm-hmm. that was just one of the most that was one of the best scenes in Star Wars ever. That'd be like. Almost like uh, Rogue One at the end when they jump into hyperspace and the, the Star Destroyer jumps right after them and then yes, right into right into New Hope. Yeah. Yes, God, I'm due for a Rogue One watching again. Oh, such a <laughs> I'm over. I, I never regret. Wait, it, I ever. thought you hate you hate Rogue One. Why are you I don't watch hate it? Rogue One. <laughs> you hate he it. He says he hates. No, Rogue One I, I hate it. it. No, I despise it with all my <laughs> all fibers of my being. That's exactly right. It's right there behind Fifth Element. <laughs> that movie, that movie what? that I like but don't think is as great as you guys. Therefore, hate what? <laughs> Anywho, Rogue One's a national treasure. It is, man. Howie, what's your temperature on the Obi Wan? I never watched. I haven't watched it. You watched trailer yet? No. Get good, noob. I don't know what to say to that. I don't know how to. You respond. can watch it now, I'm, I'm, and we can let the listeners listen. No, and we can Re- react. record a Howie audio reaction. <laughs> Yeah. That's going to be go over great because I'll just be like, yeah. How he yeah. hates Star Wars. He does. I he hate does. Star Wars. I uh, I'm too busy playing with my wood. Yeah. <laughs> well, why would? Yeah, you? baby. I mean, if you yeah. got it, you play yeah. with it. Yeah. You got it, flaunt it. That's what I say. He's out there quote planing the walnut end quote whatever that means. <laughs> I know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> He's out there. He's out there uh, uh, polishing with the linseed oil. What? I don't know. They say once you go black walnut, you never go back. Walnut. Yeah. You never go back walnut. <laughs> it's firm. It's firm. He's out there. He's out there straightening the Better old the hockey sticks. Woods. You know what I'm saying? You see where I'm at with that? No. No? No. Is it, it's bent? He's, he's, he's making the softwood look like hardwood. <laughs> I got, got that him. one. Yeah, you got it. Brought him in. Landed it. Up on the side of the boat. Boom. Into the boat. You got Garrick with you now. Yep. I'm on board now. (laughs) I just don't want to be alone. (laughs) Is that all we have for news? That's all I have. I love talking about wood. Oh my yeah. That means it's time for the Parkins by the week. I don't know if y'all know this, but the way stabbings is usually portrayed in the movies and the TV ain't exactly reality. What? That's right. A stabbing is more likely to feel like a really, really strong punch than it is a cut. (laughs) And you're less likely to stab somebody and get that death gurgle out of them with one good heavy stab. (laughs) They're going to be a wrath on you're going to get cut up too. Mm -hmm. And frankly, it's more effective to have a bunch of quick, small, quick stabs than it is to have like a big old butcher knife stab. Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's why the prison shivs made out of sharpened toothbrushes is so effective. Damn. <laughs> Damn. That, remi- that reminds me of uh, 
How does he know all this? Yeah, I want to know how Porkins Kid just taught us better ways to murder people. That reminds me of uh, that behind the scenes of Lord of the Rings. Did you ever watch that with uh, Christopher Lee? Yeah, but it was 17 hours long, so I don't remember all of it. I'm just thinking of one uh, specific part where the director's talking about how he wanted Saruman to get stabbed and he wanted all this, like, you know, sounds. He's like, and Christopher Lee's like, no, that's not at all what it sounds oh, like when right. you stab somebody. It's not, oh. And then, then everybody like, just gets quiet and just leans away from exactly him. what it's like when you stab somebody. Yeah, because <laughs> he, he was he, in like the Secret Service, basically. Yeah, dude, he was like, uh, he was like MI five or like, whatever. Oh yeah. shit! They're like, oh yeah, we forgot you <laughs> were, were one of the super murderers. <laughs> <laughs> How much are we paying you? We'll double it. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That's why. That's why Palpatine said, "Do it, do it." He was scared of him. Do it. Scared of that Dooku edge. Yeah, Dooku's Mm -hmm. gonna get you. Yeah, cut his head off. off. That's not talk- at all what it sounds like when you cut somebody's head off. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let me explain to you. <laughs> I don't actually know what the sound of cutting someone's head off is <laughs> with a lightsaber or otherwise, but I can accurately portray the sound of a dog proudly puking on a woman's chest mm. that i have Probably. committed to memory yeah. that right. sounds yeah. what was it followed by laughter man my laughter <laughs> not hers <laughs> yeah these are kind of some yeah. weird fetishes man you're going that dog the, that got dark up. internet what is that she, the dark she, web the yeah, dark web the, the, she she got up on the wife and she was like standing there like planted her feet and was all like tail wiggling like she was like getting excited to play like if she had a toy she dropped it like throw this toy i'm gonna go get it she didn't have a toy. She looked her right in the eye and went, Bleh. and it just <laughs> right there, right on my wife. And that was the greatest moment of my marriage to date. <laughs> wow. Right there. It was amazing. It's awesome. good, so, good marriage you got going on there. Speaking of projecting stuff at people, Bleh. it's time to talk about Beware the Ides of March. This is one of those really great, obscure Garrick ideas. I have those. Yep. Yep. Where we celebrate the Ides of March, which was, you know, in uh, in the old the old uh, Julius Caesar Shakespeare play, where where the ghosts were like, hey hey sh- hey Caesar, uh, <laughs> beware of the Ides of March. There's bad stuff happening, and he's Those like, whatevs, wife. I'm awesome, and then got stabbed eleven times because yeah, he was too awesome. Yeah, oh, you awesome. took mine. Too awesome. You know the funny thing is when I was putting together my list of top stabbings in pop culture. I, I put together like seven or eight initially <clears throat> with the intent to comb it down and realized that four of them were 100% homages to the death of Julius Caesar. And I felt like those were cheating. <laughs> no, like man. they were absolutely like, I'm like looking at him like, oh, wait, this this is just you reenacting. Sh- you should have done a theme. Yeah. It's like everything is Romeo and Juliet. You know, West Side Story, Romeo and Juliet. Everything Romeo is the same. I was like, realized how many Whoa, big stabbing scenes. You're right. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> how many big stabbing scenes in cinematic history were actually just reenacting the scene from Julius Caesar? A lot. A whole yep. lot, a lot. But we're not talking about, unless we are, the, some of those. We're going to go around and take top three, one at a time, Stabbing scenes, or <laughs> or slashings, or just blade related murder <laughs> in pop culture history, and we're starting off with Howie. <laughs> oh, right. Howie! Oh, On the spot. Here we go. <laughs> so, what confidence from Mike right there. The uh, this one's a pretty popular one, uh, according to the internet. We'll be the judge of the internet. 
Um, but this is actually one of the scenes uh, from a movie that's not particularly the best, greatest movie, but it this scene actually... I bet most of these won't be. Yeah. <laughs> this, oh, no. this scene actually impacted me pretty deeply when I saw it because it really kind of just... I felt the mortality of the situation, and that's the oh. scene from Saving Private Ryan. Oh, oh yeah. that's a, no. That was on my original list. I'm glad yeah. I made a new one. Yeah, that was fine. <laughs> I'm going to have to check it off. Yeah, uh, many more. I mean, just <laughs> the you know the These U.S. Are soldier, two guys the in German close combat. Right? Yeah, yes. German soldier. Just oh yeah, hand-to-hand hand combat, and it it uh, comes down to uh, the German soldier getting just enough of the edge to slowly slowly while, while telling yeah. him shh, shh, like he's yeah, trying to yeah, get him yeah. to not yell and the guy's like pleading while the knife's going into him yeah oh. while that, that uh, squirrely little corporal or whatever up yeah him is like cowering in the stairs because he's freaked out and lost his mind yeah yeah so it's uh that mm. that hits that hits hard yeah yeah, that I mean, is a, how he's coming out strong. Because uh, see, I want to be one. the exact opposite of that stuff. Mine is going to be fantastical crap. Oh no, I know. <laughs> and mine is now too. But in my original mixed but list yes. that I was too lazy to get off my work computer, right? That was one. That yeah, was like one of the one first of ones yeah. on that so list. So yes. just oh yeah. That that's so, one that I don't love I, that I don't love that movie. AKA I will, hate it. If apparently. I ever watched it again, I would probably fast forward. That yeah, scene. like that yeah, scene is brutal. one that just messes. Yeah, right, it messes. Most of that movie's that way for me. Yeah, it's like okay, I, I experienced it. I don't need. I don't yeah, need experience. I get it. He found his arm. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they can reattach it. Corey, we're know. only five minutes in. The but, opening credits. But there, just were, there were some very well done scenes, and that was of one course. of them. Yeah. No, but, yeah, yeah. Agreed. I think it's important to see that stuff. I it mean, is. Probably it encourage is my kids to see it yeah, at some point. Like because, I said, that was. I mean, I, when you're a kid, you have this romanticized version. I mean, we know. I mean, when we were kids, I mean, on Sundays, I don't, I don't know if this was. I can't you wait to hear what this is. No, on, Sunday, on Sundays, <laughs> they always had the war movies on, movies. the old the old 50s and 60s war movies, right? Oh, yeah. Which were pretty much propaganda Hamburger and Hill stuff. You I know. don't know. Was Hamburger Hill World War II? I don't remember. My I dad watched know. a lot of those. <laughs> Hogan's Heroes, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, Tora. basically, you know, you watch those old movies, you know, and the, I mean, pre-70s, basically, before, you know, right. before things got real. They all had John know? Wayne in them. We know. Yes. <laughs> and John every Wayne's one of them stuff. started and ended with a bunch of dudes marching through the countryside, singing an upbeat right. marching Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, the last... <laughs> Yeah, the end credits are Prince each individual fire. guy exactly. marching. Yeah. yeah, and saluting no one at all. Yeah. Yeah. Dancing in it. So, yeah, to, from growing up on that to, you know, having your kids see, okay, this is the real McCoy. This is what this is what we don't, this is what we're trying to avoid in the world. Yeah, exactly. This is what we don't want to happen literally right now. Right. Yeah. Ideally. That's Word. Good. Yeah. Yeah, and the scene where Ben Diesel gets shot, man. <laughs> right before anybody knew who Vin Diesel was, yeah, very very young Vin Diesel, getting mm -hmm. shot. So just barely out of his break dancing days at that point. <laughs> in D and D playing, well, maybe he's still playing. I don't know. Oh, he still plays D and D. He got he got Dame Judy Dench to sit down and play D and D with him. <laughs> yeah, wow. true story. True she's story. That dude is. A, I swear, she's, he is a hardcore DM. Yeah, that's why I watch a lot of things with Vin Diesel because just that reason. That reason you know alone. that somewhere. After all that dumb shit's over, he's playing D&D. &D. Yep. <laughs> I can watch this crappy movie and just smile. There you go. Yeah. So this guy is living the life. Yeah. This guy DMs. I watch all the yeah. Uh, yeah, Fast and Furious movies. Right? Mm -hmm. No, we're not. No, wait. No, we're not doing what you did to yourself. 
We're not cutters. We're no, not- I just watched the Triple X movies. Those are better. <laughs> are they? <laughs> no. The one with Ice Man? Ice yeah. in it, though. No, not yeah, at all. <laughs> all right, Mike, you're next. They're pretty terrible. Okay, I'm Terribly trying to great. decide here. Should I go, okay, I'll give it up to lighthearted or like you hilarious pick. or scary? Pick a number between one and three. Hilarious? Garrett okay. With hilarious. We got overruled. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I need something after a guy getting slowly stabbed <laughs> yeah. to death by a nut. While the other guy Okay, begged. so this is this is Army in the Other Direction. So the, have you guys seen the movie Commando with Arnold Schwarzenegger? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. A very long time ago. <laughs> so there's lots of stabby in that movie, but the one of the best all-time stabby <laughs> scenes um, at the end of this. So in Commando, basically, it's a terrorist group that kidnaps Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, who happens to be... Dang it, why can't I think of her name? Uh, Alyssa the Milano. Actress or the yeah, the actress. His name. daughter in that movie is Alyssa Milano. Yeah. Like pre-teen oh, yeah. Alyssa Milano. So, um, but the, the best guy- Alyssa Milano, if you ask pre-teen me. <laughs> Truth. It's um, basically uh, Taken, right? Yeah, Taken, but... But it, and, but eight with eighties mach, machismo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Instead of like the quiet reserve of a guy who just throat punches you until you stop moving. Right. <laughs> with all the one liners, it's great. So anyway, so the the guy that helped- I have a particular set of skills <laughs> in the chopper. <laughs> I will find you and I will hurt you. So the guy that kidnaps his daughter is a guy that used to be an Arnold Schwarzenegger's unit. And this, the actor's name is Matrix. Actually, he was the guy, if you remember, who who played the, in in uh, Mad Max. He was the motorcycle dude with the big giant mohawk. Yeah, <laughs> that's oh. that guy. He was he his was, name. I don't know what his name is. His mother, when he came out of his womb, be mohawked and all. <laughs> mohawked and said, all. I'm gonna call you Matrix. Well, Matrix was the name of the character. Oh, I thought it was the actor's yeah. name. No, 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 not actor's name. So at the end, they're having this big hand-to-hand duel, His right? Name was Steve, and they're uh, they're fight- they're fighting each other, and then you know it gets to the end scene where it's Arnold's gonna you know prevail, and uh, basically the dude's coming at him with his knife, Matrix is, and Arnold grabs a pipe. For they're they're fighting in like this mechanical room with this big furnace, giant furnace, you know, fire burning furnace or whatever for some reason. Yeah. So he grabs this this pipe off the wall. And throws it at him, and it impales him onto the wall, straight into the furnace. And there's this giant pipe sticking out of his middle of his chest. Yeah, and he's sitting there screaming, and blood's coming out of his mouth. But the best part flames. is when they pan. No, it wasn't flames. When they pan back out of the out of the tip of the pipe is smoke coming out. <laughs> I don't like it if it there's just a, flames shooting out of it. <laughs> flames would have been better. But it was but smoke's pretty damn good. Dumbest. I mean, it's the most eighties thing I've ever seen. Right. <laughs> Fair enough. Classic. Uh, I got a little. I got a little eighties for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, one of my favorite stabbing scenes is, I mean, you can argue the effectiveness of the stabbing in the scene, <laughs> but there was a, a little known, uh, Steven produced, Steven Spielberg produced film, uh, that was somewhere along the lines of as, you know, as culturally impactful as saving private Ryan, but, uh, maybe not as, as quite as large an audience um, but it's still a very emotionally impactful film called Gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite scene in that movie, despite the fact that Mrs. Deagle, who told me 
in real life that I am the cutest kid she ever saw in all her years. Aww. She wasn't in this scene. Wait, so it barely ekes out for number one in the movie. But that's basically when Billy Petzl's or uh, Petzler's mom is in the kitchen with like all the gremlins just around her doing things to, I think, slightly annoy her. <laughs> slightly. <laughs> and so she decides to go on a murderous ramp rather than yeah. just, I don't know, leave. Yeah. She's like, she's like, a, she's enacting the stand your ground laws for the universal back lot. <laughs> and she is going to absolutely, you know, so you get the micro, the one shoved in the microwave yes, that that's explodes. That's the one I always remember is the microwave. You get the mm-hmm. one shoved in the, in the, in the mixer. Oh, the blender, yeah. The mixer is spinning around, it's feeder spinning around. But the best part is she decides to go full psycho with the overhand butcher knife and oh, just start classic. stabbing the effing S <laughs> out of this one on the counter that I think it was like mean enough to wear sunglasses or something. <laughs> like she was so pissed. Uh, and I'm like, I'm like, kills. I love it because she's like, you know, it, she's not saying these words, but you feel it's palpable. This is my kitchen. You will not slightly annoy me here. This is my safe space. <laughs> And just start stabbing the piss out of this gremlin. And I'm not sure the gremlin is even upset. Because, again, I'm not sure the stabbing is that f- works that well. But she gives it the re 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 like, right into it. And I love that scene so desperately. Good movie. You only, yeah. The, she was using all the tools in the kitchen arsenal, including, including the ones that... Uh, invented by her husband that for some reason whenever you activate them they all have the same uh this uh what's the same the same sound that they make when they don't work right you remember that every time anybody tried to use one of his inventions there was this like little like malfunction sound and it was the same sound (laughs) in another steven spielberg produced movie goonies whenever data tried to use an invention that didn't work same sound effect just there you go. Oh, universe. Look forward to Kihui Kwan, who played Data the, as Jonathan Kihuan in the upcoming Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, or whatever that's the what heck. They, they should do a Gremlins universe where Goonies are part of it. Bring them all in together. Dude. Fight Gremlins or something. I'm there. Except yeah. Corey Feldman has to play two characters. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's in true. Both. Yeah. So that's my Garrick. Yep. Well, I did a theme, guys. And hopefully you can guess what it is at the end. If you don't stupid theme, but if you don't steal one of mine, which could very well happen, be holes and corpses. Uh, my number one is one of my favorite scenes in all of cinematic history of all time. From of all, <laughs> I was just inhaling. <laughs> all I can't. Time. Of all time, it's of all time, Anigo Montoya <laughs> yes. stabbing the yeah. living shit out of the six fingered man, Count Rugen. Well. Done, sir. <laughs> Their theme is movies featuring Andre the Giant. Nailed it. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. Got on the first one. Billy yes. Crystal wearing prosthetics. Got it. Oh, uh, yeah. This movie by itself, fantastic. But all through the movie, you're just waiting and waiting for Inigo Montoya to avenge his father. My name is Amigo Montoya. My name is Amigo Montoya. You killed my father. Prepare to die. So is that what he like, says? There's two stabbings in this. So he gets like a dagger thrown into his gut and he falls down. That's and he right. just rips it out. And More than like, two stabbings. Yeah, he gets a couple stabbings. He gets stabbed in the shoulder, I think. Mm-hmm. And slid on the cheek yep. twice. 
Well, no, that was like the vengeance takes oh, I'm over sorry. his I'm, body. I'm flipping him. Yeah, he's Damn. he's basically getting stabbed. So Nigo Montoya is like, "F this!" Pulls the knife out of his gut, stands yep. up, beats the living crap out of Count Rugen, and before he kills him, he's like, "Offer me whatever I want. Offer me money. <laughs> offer me power." And Count Rugen's like, "Yes, yes, yes." And he's like, "I want my father back, you son of a bitch!" And just stabs him right through the guts. That's good. So sh- good awesome. Shit. <laughs> that good shit is another movie that everyone our age loves, and I'm like, "That's pretty good." But I don't know. I've heard you bag on it. Well, I just don't understand the undying love for it. But that scene is like the pinnacle yeah. of that film. By just far. Like, you just yeah. don't know what good movies are. Could be. <laughs> yeah. Could be, uh, man. He's just following his, uh, his an emotional course of the movie. And he goes ups and downs. And he's drunk and living in a shack and has to be dunked in a tank. And you get to the end and it's that resolution is so awesome just at the point of the sword. So, well, that's yeah. the thing about that movie. One it's of my the, favorite. the fairy tale nature of it has so many different characters serving an archetype more than a character evolution. And his character by himself, without all the other crazy characters and stories in the movie, is a story that shows his evolution. Like yeah. to me, his story is the best one in the movie mm-hmm. by far. And the most easily quotable by everybody what, walking What about... <laughs> um, I'm not left-handed either. Fred Savage. I know something. Mm, I mean, he, he's got a what about evo- What about Columbo? He's got, Columbo. He's got a pretty good evolution And one there. more scene. I mean, I don't mind <laughs> Grandpa, why so do you much. always wear a trench coat? <laughs> oh, I almost forgot. <laughs> uh, it's just one more chapter. <laughs> one more thing before I go. How yeah. you're back up at Batman. Oh, Batman. Shit. All right. Coming in at whatever rank I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, no particular order. This is not as much of a stabbing it as is a slicing. Mm. Ooh, slicing. Still, um, still blade related. It is blade related. Uh, and it comes blade? from a movie, not blade, uh, but close in relation, uh-huh. Underworld. There you oh, go. No. I know what you're talking about. You know what I know I'm exactly talking about. where you're going. The 30 yeah, second. Yeah, she was hot. Oh, that's not it. Is it? <laughs> the 32nd slow slice of the head falls, finally decides to come apart and fall off and it's bifurcated and then he falls. It's... By the way, that exact thing in 900 movies, but for some reason, Underworld did it best. <laughs> That's they like did. The, that's because, like the classic anime trope. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. It is. It's, it was because yeah, you see her land and she's in the the posy and she's got the or the sword and he's behind her yeah. and all that. Yeah. It's yeah. Absolutely. In fact, I think I laughed. Oh yeah. When, yeah it was when it happened. And you're like, dying. yes, I know what's happening and yes. I love it. Yeah. I was like, this is going to be lame in the best way. Yeah. Exactly. And how? <laughs> yeah. That was good. Shit. Yeah, a good old, you know, a, yeah, a nice full, you, a I nice full cleave still counts. Sorry, Bill. Yeah. yeah. You were face. kind of a dick in that movie. He's so. kind of a dick in every movie. That's his charm. Yeah. Yeah. That's his value Sometimes right there. He has a squid <laughs> face. Yeah. The the greater good. Yeah, but he was nice and in, in uh, oh, what's the movie we just saw him in and uh. The zombie movie. He's not nice. He's a dick in that movie, too. The end. <laughs> yeah, he chased him around with a bit of wood. Okay. 
I'll the give you that. The very end. <laughs> he was a dick when he turned off the radio, though. Yeah. <laughs> best, that was the best gag in a movie full of amazing gags. Shaun of the Dead. <laughs> you got red on you. Yeah. So- uh, Zombie dad turns off the radio. <laughs> yeah, the timing of that gag was so perfect. Such wonder. <laughs> Michael, James. Uh, 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 let's see. Let's go with the scary one. So Ooh, I am a scary. fan of the Jason movies. No, wait. Oh. What? I know which one you're talking about. You? No, you don't. You don't know which oh. one you're talking about. <laughs> Out of the 200 Jason yeah. movies. Well, trust me, Howie, you, you didn't make it this far in. <laughs> okay, but so. I know which one. I am a fan of the Jason movies. Part well. of the attraction for the Jason movies. You're talking about Jason Bourne. Right. right. Oh, I'm kidding. Jason Voorhees. Oh, crap. I forgot to account for Steven Seagal on my list. Hold on. Go ahead. How could you tell what's getting stabbed into where in that movie? <laughs> there's, let's so say there's shaky. lots of stabbings, though, but there was one in particular that really stuck Come with on, me. Come it's, on. So, it's got to be. Is it not the most obvious, the first movie? No. It's not Kevin Bacon? No, but that's a good one. Is uh, it the that one, one <laughs> it's epic for the time. Is it, it the was. one where he stabs him with a harpoon and has his yes. like, guts? Yeah. <laughs> Holds his head really? down and say, yeah, it's a harpoon through the neck, basically, no. from underneath the bed. Oh. Yeah. Well, that yeah. he does the arrow through and, Kevin yeah, Bacon yeah, from yeah, underneath the bed. Yeah, he does the arrow through the neck. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Oh, that, yeah, the harpoon one. That's If you're talking about shooting from the, the gun, yeah, that's a different one. That's like yeah. none of those are what Mike's going. No, for. no, no, no. Okay, so some background. So when I was a kid in the eighties, I wasn't allowed to watch these movies. Nope, but you so, did but it every anyway. once in a while. Go over to at a friend's house. You'd or go something. over to Kool Aid's house, <laughs> and Kool Aid would have it ready to go for you. <laughs> One time we were at a party or something. I was still pretty young, and Lots they had HBO. Oh, and, uh, okay. So, mon not an unscrambled HBO. Unscrambled. Wait, they HBO. had an unscrambled version. I know. Holy crap! <laughs> they, they were rich. rich. So yeah. what was, what was playing that was, night was Friday the Thirteenth: A New Beginning. Now, A New Beginning for the uninitiated, like me. All, all of us. them had all yeah, of them. Me. Well, the first one didn't have Jason. The first one it was the mom. All the rest of them were Jason, except for no, one. That's hey, not hey, true. Hey, it had Jason. He was at the it end. Had Jason. Malformed kid he wasn't, Jason. Yes, but he wasn't the murderer in the first. He wasn't Hockey no. Mask Jason. He was not Hockey Mask Jason. That didn't so happen the third one, three. actually. Yeah. But in A New Beginning, Jason is dead. And actually, the movie, is, it follows a copycat what? murderer. So you think it's Jason the whole time. It ends up But being in reality, his name is Jason. Jason <laughs> <laughs> <Just laughs> French. <laughs> I'm going to murder you. He's so, pronounced yeah. Voorhees. Now I want you to do that voice, but with also the B-52s. <laughs> <laughs> I got to me a car as big as a whale. <laughs> oh, it's about to sit through. Okay, so there's also a subplot here in these movies. You in the liar. Subplot <laughs> that never I, watch, any I look at Playboy for the article. It Teenagers never, shouldn't have sex. Is that the subplot? <laughs> no. And it yeah. actually never it actually never materialized. They Remember, Corey Feldman was in one of these. As a yes, kid. I know that, but I have not seen that. And one. at the end of that movie, to kill Jason, he shaved his head and made himself look like Jason or whatever. It was the one of the dumbest endings ever to a movie. That um, anyway, the, <laughs> Jason is clearly confused. What they, but had, <laughs> what they had originally I can't kill you. You're they, me. they have that whole Lucille <laughs> Lucille Ball and Harpo Mark scene where they're like pretending they're in a mirror together. <laughs> no, sorry, what they ahead, had Mike. intended to do was kill off the real Jason and then Corey Feldman's character in the show uh, I can't remember his name Jarvis I think it was the name of why the not oh 
Tommy Jarvis was the before name of the he got became Vision, and supposedly Tommy Jarvis <laughs> was going to take over the mantle of Jason. That was going to be a subplot in these movies, and it never materialized but, because Corey Feldman got a career. Uh, well, Corey Feldman did, but the Tommy Jarvis character was played by other actors in two other movies. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Killing me, Mike. <laughs> I know, it's terrible. Anyway, the one I'm talking about, A New Beginning, at the end of that, since it wasn't Jason the whole time, the very end of the the, the thing, well, the Tommy Jarvis character thinks he's going crazy, so he's at the same asylum, which is where all the killing happens. It's, it's where they store all the Jasons. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so at the end of this movie, um, and remember, keep in mind, it's not that scary as an adult, but as a, as a kid, this was real scary. So at the end of this movie... Basically, they, they're trying to set up this Tommy Jarvis is taking over the mantle thing. So the girlfriend comes in and she's checking on him because, you know, he's been through this horrible trauma or whatever. And uh, she's going up to his bed. And I was as a kid, I was totally not Hey-o. expecting this. And she goes up to him, puts her, you know, her hand on his head. And he just like reaches underneath his leg, pulls out a freaking machete and just sticks it right in her in her stomach. It was yeah. so totally unexpected. And Whoa. as a kid, I'm like, ah, and that like so totally unexpected me. in a Friday the Thirteenth sequel. It, it, <laughs> as a kid, <laughs> again, as an adult, you're like, yeah, I see it. Oh, duh. Yeah. It was impactful because I saw it when I was so young, and it was just like, ah, ah. And the the whole idea of being stabbed in the stomach is one of those phobias that I have. I've always had. Okay, it wait. May stem from that. I don't want to derail too much because I got to get up in the morning. But let's explore that. Why the stomach? Why does that particularly? <laughs> man, if I'm going to get stabbed, it I better not be in my stomach. I'd rather know. have it in the nards than the stomach. That. You don't want to. I mean, you want to get your your innards sliced open and and no, I don't want and I'm, all your crap. I'm one of those people who just <laughs> feels like out. I equally don't want to be stabbed. At all. I feel like well, if someone either. came at me with a knife <laughs> aiming for my stomach, I'd be like, oh, hell no. And I'd scramble. But if someone came at me with a knife aimed at my shoulder, I don't feel like I'd be like, this is all right. We're good. <laughs> hit me. Hit me, baby. Let's just say I don't want to get time. stabbed, but I especially don't want to be stabbed in the stomach. Okay? So you don't if you're going to kill guts, me, don't stab me there. You don't want your Don't stab me, out. bro. Well, people can get stabbed <laughs> in the stomach and not die right away. Yeah. Yeah. It takes a while. You won't. True, out a while. Yeah, it's you have just, just enough time to yell for whacked out brain. That's why those just Vikings did that uh, fact, bloody eagle thing. I'd yeah, almost rather, if I'm going to get stabbed, I'm going to die. Just stab me in the heart, man. Take out my brain, my cortex. I don't know. Just just kill me. <laughs> cortex. Mike, as someone who has planned your demise over and over again, <laughs> rest assured, it will be quick and effective. <laughs> Thank you. I'm leaving uh-huh. nothing up to we'll chance. Could be, war- be a warrior's death. I <laughs> would, uh, I would cut open his guts and tie him to a tree with, uh, with his innards. Holy yeah. shit! I will toss you a knife, pull out my gun, and quote Sean Connery, and it'll all be over. At least <laughs> <there you> <laughs> oh, that's racist, bro. Yeah. I can't say that. Oh, no. But well, I won't say WAP. <laughs> oh, dude, just don't say that. Mike's not Dang. Italian at all. <laughs> now. I, I won't say what I will say because given Mike's mixed heritage, I'll sound even worse. But uh, now, okay. Uh, so my next one is not a bladed weapon per se, but neither was a giant pipe. So I feel like I can get away with it, right? <sighs> okay, sure. But- uh, so there was another the movie. Stabbing's a stabbing. Another movie. That's right. And you this, can be stabbed with a spoon, bro. This was clearly enough Buy to... a spoon, Mike. This was... Because <laughs> it's dough, you twit. It'll hurt more. Nailed it. Um, I, uh, this is uh, something that was enough impact to go through the victim's chest. Just not the direction you might expect. 
That's right, in Ridley Scott's Alien, Ooh. one of my favorite scenes of all time. The stabbing from the inside. Was yeah. the alien baby <laughs> deciding, in honor of Julius Caesar, to perform its own cesarean section. Hey, oh, nailed it. Swish. Dunk. I get it. Kobe. That's a good one. You did it. Absolutely too stabbed too soon, man. Too outward. Soon. Come on, man. Well, you don't know that, there was a, that the blade was involved in this. <laughs> Probably just the impact. Never mind. Well, the <laughs> see, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, wow. I'm gonna challenge you on this one because I would argue that the Spaceballs version of that. Hello, my <laughs> hello, my honey, hello, my ragtime gal. <laughs> he picks up the little top hat. And the I've talked about it before. I won't go at length, but that scene is wonderful because the fact that it wasn't in the script, it was just the creature emerges. And they took the whole cast off set, set up the the dude on the table. We with had his, no idea. What was and they happen. came back in knowing that they had no idea. And when it happens and blood sprays all over the entire cast, <laughs> that reaction is pretty damn real. Because Ridley right Scott on. loved to torture his cast. Right on, right on. Yeah. <laughs> I love that scene so much because back in the day, all you had was practical effects. And you had one take to get a real reaction, and it took a lot of work and a lot of setup, and I think that is high art, baby. <laughs> right there, just popping out, and then scampering off like a Muppet. Yeah. Great scene. Great scene. Garrick, you're up next. Yeah. Well, continuing with my theme, since nobody has stolen it yet, is from a movie in 2005, a science fiction no, Garrick. Based on a TV show. Garrick, you suck. <laughs> oh, I'm stealing it. Is Serenity. Yep. The operative killing Dr. A leaf on the wind, man. No, not that one. You can have that one. Okay, good. It's another. Mine is. Uh, oh, that one. Very, good one. The very beginning. That's uh, a fantastic one. Yeah. That's what I love. It was, I like it so much because it kicked off the movie. I, I, I guess this that is was his. Firefly. Right. Why did we all see Serenity before we saw Firefly? <laughs> well, I remember I saw, I, I saw Serenity and I was like, this is really familiar. <laughs> I saw uh, I saw the first episode of Serenity when it first came out, uh, or Firefly, Firefly. And I wasn't impressed for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah, I wasn't either. Good. I didn't even remember it. Yeah, but then I saw the movie. I'm like, oh my god, this is awesome. And that, that scene alone right there. So essentially, at the beginning of the movie, uh, Two of the main characters escape the doctor and, and river uh, escape this facility. And uh, uh, I think it's called the operative comes in and he's interviewing the people that were supposed to keep them uh, contained because he's trying to get rid of all the sorcerers and wizards. Yeah. yeah cause cause uh, <laughs> river river is like a, a psychic and those are very rare, but she's like a very powerful psychic. And also she can like do Kung Fu and stuff. And her name is river. Yeah. River. That was river my nephew. Yeah. So he comes in, kills a bunch of dudes, and there's one guy left, and he starts to run away. And the operative, who's played by the uh, the dude, what wants to get rid of all the sorcerers? <laughs> yeah, that guy. That guy, Count Count Mordo. I, I don't know how to pronounce his name, so I'm not going to try. Fair enough. You want anybody want to try? Mordo is fine. Okay, Count Mordo. <laughs> Ijafor, maybe. Did I do I, it? I, he's some, it's yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's been in Twelve Years a Slave. Great actor. Oh my gosh, he was amazing. Yeah, he was the first. This is the first thing I've seen him in. But anyway, yep, me, me too. too. He he catches a guy, stabs his hand into his back. The dude just freezes because I guess he did some sort of like nerve Vulcan nerve pinch, but like paralyzed the guy while standing. Walks in front of him, holds his sword, 
holds his sword up behind him while the guy's kind of like trying to keep his balance, but he's paralyzed. He's like, this is a good death. Yeah. He's literally like telling him it's okay while he's murdering him. He's like, yeah, yeah. just think how, how, uh, you know, I can't remember the exact quote, but he's like, this is a good death. Yeah. This is a great, great way to go. It's it's a, it's a warrior's death on his face. Like on his face, (laughs) when he says the line, this is a good death. His eyebrows are up and he looks so sincere. Like he has no anger toward this guy who he has to murder as part of what Mm -hmm. he's doing. So even though the guy is scared to death and can't run or do anything, he's paralyzed. He's just falling on this blade. Yeah. Basically killing himself. Yeah. He's yeah. Yeah. Essentially killing himself with gravity. And he's like, looks at him. He's like, this is a good death. Like it's okay that you're going to die in my hands. Outside of like Darth Vader. This is one of the best villain intros I've seen probably in cinema. Yeah, I mean it's it's because you get the character right away within yeah. those first two minutes. Yeah, and then the dude just falls down and impales himself in, through his heart on the sword, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Yep. Uh, yeah. So that's that's my number two great scene. One of my favorite scenes in that movie. Legit. Far, mm, yeah. Happened Legit. Right in the beginning. And it's a great segue into what happens at the end, right, yes. Howie? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> One of the, uh, I think, even more impactful moments in that movie. Most painful by far. Because it happens to a character you love and you didn't expect it at all. Yeah. Nope. Mm -hmm. They they hit it from you and they're getting away. They're flying away from the reefers. Reefers? Reavers. 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 Ask me and Mike, our ancestors were both reavers together along the English countryside. We did terrible (laughs) things. As soon as I said reefer, I'm like, man, they really were high. Yeah. Um, did it the drugs but well the the reefer made some of them really calm but some of them really really angry really Really angry really (laughs) aggro and they um were basically just getting away from them and then also the uh other dude right they 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 kind of came together yeah there was it was a big a hairy moment we'll call it yeah and so they crash landed basically uh but they all survived uh, and, uh, one of his, uh, uh, washes sayings, yeah. you know, uh, you know, cause he's the pilot, you know, flies like a leaf on the wind. Yeah. Plays with toys and is totally Zen. And so they crash land and then he says, you know, leaf in the wind. Well, and yeah. Well, yeah. Because the ship ship, the, uh, the reaver ship, the nose yeah. of it just comes right through serenity and tears right into his chest. Well, that was after he said, Oh, I thought that's, he said it right after that happened. My bad. It's been a while. No. I'm a le- I'm a leaf on the wind. Blah. Then blah. Uh, yeah. Then he gets impaled. That's how it mm-hmm. works. And I cried. I cried every time. No, I didn't cry. But it was very. I was like very <laughs> saddened because it was like K two S. No, I like Wash, and Aww, you just Wash killed this burn. guy that I like, and it was unexpected. Wash is to wear Hawaiian shirts and play with plastic yeah. dinosaurs. Yeah. yeah. Wash is the one character whose motives you never question throughout the entire series and the movie. He was there to do his job and he was in love with his wife. Everyone else had secrets. Everyone else had stuff that they were holding back. But Wash was just, dude, he was yep. just there to do what he was there to do and, and to be in love with his wife. There was nothing, oh, yeah. not, there was nothing bad or mysterious about Wash. So for him nope. to bite it was just like an F you fans. This is the movie and we ain't coming back. But it was a super impactful moment. I mean, it definitely made made that movie part of part of made that movie what it was. So. Right on. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Right on. That's fair. It's good stuff right there. Mike, 
Hit us with your best shot. Oh, is it my turn again? Fire uh-huh. away. All right. So my least kind of, <laughs> I don't know, benign one um, would have to be um, Darth Maul stabbing Qui-Gon Jinn. Oh, oh too soon. One. Now, the reason <laughs> being, and again, you kind of have to place yourself in the timeline here, right? So prior to this, we hadn't really seen, I mean, we'd seen some, you know, some lopping off of limbs and stuff with a lightsaber. Oh, scores of them, really. Right. So, yeah, <laughs> Luke's losing limbs, Invader lost limbs, and blah, blah, blah. blah. Ponda, Ponda Baba. Baba. <laughs> Ponda Baba, right. <laughs> Dr. Exactly. So, but the the lightsaber work in episode one, like, whatever you want to say about the movie, fine. But we got to see lightsaber, and if you were, you know, lucky enough to live through that time and experience that stuff for the first time. It actually looked like fighting, unlike Revenge of the Sith, which just looked like choreography. Yeah, correct. Yeah. It did. Yes, right. So um, them two fighting and, you know, you get to that scene where, yeah, it, it actually, yeah, you're right, because uh, yeah. especially in Eps 2 and 3, I mean, it's very choreographed. Eps, like but, Episode 1, they kept preparing us for all the work that was being done about the stunt coordination and the fight coordination, and you go and see it, and you're like, these guys look like freaking super ninjas. Right. Right. <laughs> Whereas, yeah, but that you're right that 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 scene with Qui-Gon and and Obi-Wan at the end fighting Maul was I I mean, it it felt a little choreographed. I mean, it was was more, you know, fighting that we had ever seen with a lightsaber, but there was a a, there was a grittiness to it. Yeah, it's not like they were running up little sticks and dancing across the tops of the trees, especially when Qui-Gon goes down. Right. Because he's you know, he gets taken aback because I mean. You know, Maul hits him and then and kind of knocks him for a second, and then and when he goes that, to his knees, he's thirty eight feet tall, so it sounds like a redwood dropping. <laughs> right. Yeah, but but experiencing a lightsaber going through a dude, yeah, was, I mean, straight up impaled. It's not it's not bloody and gory and all that stuff, but, but it, was it was kind of unexpected. Impa- it was pretty. It was unexpected. And it was pretty impactful. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Amen. Yeah. Poor Qui Gon. I know. Yep. Hopefully, we'll hear some Qui Gon voice. In uh in the Obi Wan series, Perhaps. Yoda said Qui Gon he'd help teach him to talk to Qui Gon. Yep. So ma- maybe we'll get a little a certain set of skills he'll pass on to Obi Wan. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like one's that gonna one. be doing some throat punching. I like that one. What's my next one? Uh, I got two to choose from here. Mm-hmm. I feel like one of them might be Garrick's. Choose Garrick's. Uh-oh. I doubt it. Probably not. This is pretty obscure though. Oh. This maybe. was not. <laughs> an awesome scene in a movie, but it was so unexpected for anybody who bought a ticket to see this movie that I feel like it belongs on this list. I don't want Joss Whedon to be overrepresented here, Garrick and Howie, <laughs> but he made this movie called Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. It's a good movie. Cabin in the Woods, which was billed 100% as just another uh, another movie where a bunch of college kids go to a cabin and get murdered by weird ghosty locals, right? Nice. Mm-hmm. And then you nice. see Cabin in the Woods and you go, I've been had. <laughs> Shenanigans, sir. <laughs> this is not as advertised. They just they weren't being punished for having teenage sex. Oh, the they woods. absolutely were. <laughs> oh, okay. But that's the thing. They weren't being punished because of some ghostly crew that was out to punish them. It was basically a secret. And it, the first scene of the movie, you're in an underground lab and there's these dudes in lab coats and stuff talking. You're like, wait a minute, what movie am I seeing? And it's like a dude from West Wing and the dude from Step Brothers sitting there arguing over like coffee <laughs> or some crap. And you're like, w- am I in the right theater? <laughs> 
before it's slowly revealed to you over the course of this movie that these college students, when they go out to this weird cabin in the woods, they've actually stumbled onto a testing facility for this super secret organization that controls all the beasties that could bring about the end of the world. And so they set up these scenarios just to like appease these creatures so they could put them back into cold storage. So they're just murdering. It's just, it's another day at the office murdering a bunch of teenagers. <laughs> Mike's looking at me because he's clearly never seen this movie. No, I have oh, oh, never Mike. seen this, Mike? No, huh? I've spoiled this horribly for you. <laughs> oh, right. no. Like, I had a friend of the show, Taco, talk to me into see. He's like, you got to see it. I can't tell you. I literally can't tell you anything about it. <laughs> I can't. I said, dude, it looks really dumb. He goes, no, I know it looks dumb, but I can't can't tell you anything about it but trust me and i i got it from netflix in the mail <laughs> yeah there yeah you go. back then old school Classic. yeah and i sat down to watch it and when it started up i went wait even though i was told it's not what i expect as soon as it started i went wait <laughs> is this <laughs> the right disc <laughs> like i honestly immediately questioned it yeah i was i was off of it until thor rode his motorcycle and hit a into the yeah into wall. the shield i'm like whoa what yeah <laughs> what is going on okay the dude what plays okay, thor in. is What's in going it on? and he's like it's like all right the bridge is out so i'm gonna jump this cavern in my motorcycle to go get help and he jumps cavern <laughs> and just hits an electronic octagonal technology shield and falls to his death <laughs> Just, 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 it just, it's yeah. so unsummary. It's just squish. Yeah, out of nowhere. Out of nowhere. Like, you're like, what, the, what hell? the hell is this? Yeah. And in that movie, at some point, all the like end of the world level power creatures escape the cold storage facility or the jail facility that they're kept in. And they're basically running through this underground facility, murdering the hell out of all these just Joe Schmo workers that keep them all in check. And at one point, there's a unicorn, and I think you know where I'm going. <laughs> and this poor guy's up against the wall, and the unicorn just straight up charges him. And the shot, the shot is like from his crotch looking up as the unicorn's horn goes straight through his chest and just wiggles like crazy. And blood is just spewing out everywhere. And I'm like, you know, if someone had said a unicorn impales a guy in a tie in a hallway in an office complex, I would have looked at the trailer and said, you are eating all the drugs and you need to stop. <laughs> but no, that is actually in that movie that was billed and marketed as just another movie where teenagers get punished for doing teenager sex things. So, uh, yeah. That was very much a satire of those Sounds films. Like and I love to believe that a lot of people went who just liked those films and went and got mad. <laughs> I, I, in my heart, I want to believe that happened. Sounds like we need to have another movie night, Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. yeah that, that movie would both scratch your horror itch and your Mike falsetto <laughs> laughing itch that I have. That's nice. my itch. Nice. Of hearing your falsetto laugh. Well, that's 11, and Caesar got stabbed 11 times, so Garrick doesn't get to go. Ah, I'm oh, just kidding. All right, Garrick, oh, remind us what too. your first and second ones were again, because we have to guess the thing. Yeah. Okay. Just think of what actress gets stabbed, no. so that'll be a hint. Well, I didn't mean for you to give us a hint. Yeah. Oh. Tell us what I wanted were again, to go because the we first don't remember. Yeah. First one, <laughs> first one was the six-fingered man getting stabbed by Inigo Montoya. Okay. Second one was Dr. Matthias. Getting stabbed by the operative. Was it the same dude? My third one is from a horror movie. And I I just put this in because it fit the theme. But it is a cool scene. Uh from Scream 3. Oh Lord. Act yeah. So in Scream 3, uh 
Oh, you guys have seen the Scream movies, right? Yeah, no. I barely remember three, though. Not even one. Uh, I, what, how? <laughs> really? I'm, You've I'm not Mike. seen any Scream? <laughs> but that's your thing, man. Uh, they've always so, been in my queue. I've just never watched You them. love David Arquette. Oh, so what I like about <laughs> yeah. The good that's... thing about Scream after the first one is they're very self-referential. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> very, so I, that's what I liked about him. Like, I'm not a huge horror movie fan. But in Scream 3, they're putting a movie on, uh, making a movie based on the first Scream movie, all the events that happened there. So they have <laughs> actress who's playing Jennifer Cox's character Courtney in Cox? a movie Courtney about... Cox, but Courtney, yeah. yeah, sorry. Courtney Not Cox. Jennifer Aniston and Courtney Not Cox. Just, yeah. Oh, wow. Together. What if you did combine them, though? I friended them. I friended them together. <laughs> <laughs> or Jenny McCarthy. Yeah, Courtney Cox's character... In the events of the first movie, the actress who's playing her in the movie in Scream 3 that they're making within that movie, <laughs> when she gets stabbed. So but the, the, what I also like about Scream is they, they play up the horror where uh, people get themselves into situations where they're getting stabbed in public with a lot of people around. And that's kind of more frightening to me a little bit because nobody's there's people around to help them. But, you know, nobody's really everybody's you know, powerless. Die. Yeah. So this this uh, scenario, it's uh, Courtney Cox's character and uh, Dewey, who's uh, David, David Arquette. Uh, they're arguing in a room of this uh, house that they're investigating, and <laughs> Jennifer Jolie, the uh, the character name, is running around behind the walls trying to escape Ghostface, and she comes across a two way mirror, and she sees Dewey and Courtney Cox. What's her name? What's her character's name? I can't remember. Anyway, they're 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 arguing and she's trying to yell at them, but it's the glass. She can see them, but all they see is mirrors and they hear someone pounding on them. And so Dewey pulls out his gun and slowly shoots out each mirror. And by the time he gets to the last mirror, she's already stabbed to death and just falls down. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just like stupid shit like that. Um, I it's kind of like emblematic of the scream. What I liked about the scream franchise is just the deaths are so unique. And that one, for some reason, stuck in my head because she's right, basically right next to him while she's getting stabbed and there's nothing they can do. They don't even know she's there getting stabbed right next to him until her body falls out of the mirror. Nice. So that was good. Did you see the most recent one? <laughs> Not yet. I'm gonna go, I want to see it, though. I think it just came out on streaming, didn't it? I think so, yeah. It's, it's, okay. it's still quite new. But they, they are yeah. pursuing the continuance of the Scream Whatever the movies are called about stab, them. stab. yeah, the stab <laughs> movies are a stab. continuing theme. Yeah. Now yeah, here's so. the thing, hey Mike, have you seen the scary movie movies? Yes. See, see, he never <laughs> even saw Scream, but he saw the satires of Scream. Yeah, I can't, I can't believe you hadn't seen Scream. Those yeah. are like he knows the character know. of Doofy, but he doesn't know the character of Dewey. Okay, so the reason I never watched the Scream movies was because around that time was. All those like hostile movie, like the hyper realistic. No, those came crap. a little after Scream. I know, but it was, was like all, 90, 97. It was all a similar time. And <laughs> I was not into those movies. Oh, man. They all, all of those came because Scream. Like House on Haunted Hill, all that. I don't know. You could check my math. Well, and House tell me on wrong. Haunted Hill was a remake. Well, yeah, it was. But like all of those resurgences, the whole horror genre got yeah. reinvented again I mean, because of Scream. We're talking about freaking Wes Craven here, man. Yeah. Also, Scream is funny. Even at its like worst moments, the first movie, which wasn't even trying that hard to be funny, was still funny. Yeah. And it yeah. wasn't unintentionally. 
It wasn't mm-hmm. trying to be funny. It was just naturally funny. Yeah. I mean, geez, what's his name? The dude from Scooby Doo, Shaggy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like but, every time he ta- yeah. Matthew Lillard, every time he talks, yeah, I man. laugh. You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> and so, yeah, like, and then after that, they become, like Garrick said, very self-referential, yeah. very self-aware. Uh, yeah, very, that's yeah, that's what I like because they're not a straight horror movie, but they still kind of are. Yeah, it's great. Yeah. <clears throat> so <clears throat> there's my theme. You ready? Yeah. Did you get it yet? Nope. No, because no, I didn't see no. two of the three of those, so I have oh. no idea where you're going. Do you know who played the Six Finger Man? Yeah. Princess Bride. Who was it? I don't remember his name. Christopher Guest. Oh, that was yes, it was Christopher Guest. Holy crap! Uh, Doctor Matthias. You know who played him? Christopher Guest. No. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Doctor, which Michael movie was that? Hitchcock. Which movie? Yeah, Michael McKeon. Michael Hitchcock. Michael Hitchcock. Uh huh. And Jennifer Jolie in Scream Three was played by Parker Posey. Oh, so here yeah. we got people from from his movies. <laughs> yeah, people from his movies. Yeah. Most obscure uh, Christopher Guest movies. movies. They always no. have the same cast right. with a couple more people thrown in. Yep. There you go. Christopher oh. Guest movie. Nice favorite. Regulars go. getting killed. Who's, which one's Michael Hitchcock? I can't remember. Yeah. I uh, he's the really, uh, he's, you remember uh, Best in Show? Yeah. He's the guy who wanted the busy bee. It's like, where's the busy bee? Okay. Yeah. The busy bee. Yeah. That guy. It's really high. I hate Garrick's movie. themes. <laughs> because they consider there's, too much. There's thinking. no point what? in even trying to figure them out. Garrick's theme is that there's another theme. It makes it makes me feel good about it's myself. obscure it's and you're not going to figure it out. <laughs> you could have figured it out I, if you knew those actors. Yeah, actually, if I could have pic- pictured Michael Hitchcock, I would have known probably pretty quickly mm-hmm. because he's not in that many things that I would recognize outside of Christopher Guest movies. No. But, but mm-hmm. that would have well, taken lucky that. You. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't. I still didn't meet the cut. <laughs> so, but. You all met the cut, or did they? By joining us for the stabs, yeah, to celebrate the Ides of and, March, like literally no and one. Thank does. you for letting us stab yeah, your eardrums. Should be a national That's holiday. Right. That's right. Yeah. So you're uh, what you're so gonna I need to do? Yeah, work. You're gonna need to run out to where we get the podcast. Give us a nice review. You know, do that kind of a thing so we can reach more listeners, and maybe we'll keep making shows, right? Maybe, yeah. Maybe. We I mean, might make them. Why, we haven't stopped. Why the hell are we even we doing We might not still? post them, but we'll That's make right. them. We'll make them. Yeah. You might not <laughs> ever hear them, but they exist. Uh, and uh, <laughs> it's like yeah, a tree falling in the forest. Go to betterkind.com, <laughs> click on the link to our Discord server, and please join our Discord. Uh, we'd love to have you there and love to have you be part of all the conversations going on about all the goings on in the pop culture uh, world and adjacent. A lot of fun. Join us there. Uh, in the meantime, we're going to wrap this one up. I'm Corey. Over there's Mike. 99. Over there's Howie. Diddly do. Over there's Garrick. My name is Anigo Montoya. You get my father. Prepare to die. Was he French? <laughs> Was he French? Yeah, though? it's French. It's French. Was he? Well, Span- Spain, I feel like, like Nigo Montoya was more was of a, a Spanish Spaniard. name. Yeah, he was a Spaniard. Yeah. Yeah. It's yes, pretty clearly. Wait, do it as the B fifty two guy. Yeah, <laughs> they're all stick to the B fifty two. We are jelly. We found the only thing that Garrett can do. He's gonna get requests all the time. <laughs>